All right, here we are. It is a Monday. It is, uh, we are live on the Matt on Matt podcast. You'll hear Speak this on the Wednesday. Yourself. What are you talking about? I'm Speak tired. Oh, <laughs> I've had two live. cups of coffee. I've had two cups of coffee. I went to bed at 11 o'clock last night. Woke up at around 7 o'clock. Hung out with Frank till about 7.30. I've been watching Rick and Morty and John Oliver. John Oliver sometimes gets mad about things that I don't care about. Uh Uh-huh. I agree. Yeah. (laughs) This week was one of those weeks. What was the topic? Well... (laughs) It started off strong. He's talking. He he was talking about Italy Gate. I don't know if you've heard about Italy Gate. It's a conspiracy theory that um, Italian the Italian military used satellites to change uh, votes in Georgia from uh, Donald Trump to Joe Biden. Uh, and it's, <laughs> okay, it's purported cool. by this like crazy woman that has been a con woman her whole life. She ran for Congress in the eighties, and um, oh, and, and then like was like an advocate for Somalia. She said, she said that she was like, like an advocating. She was like a peace negotiator for Somalia at one point. And before that, she was like selling luxury toddler clothing. And now she's heading up this campaign, trying to prove that the Italian government used satellites to change votes during the 2020 11. So he starts off with that. And that was really great. But then he starts talking about um, these uh, health share programs that like churches do where you like pay. And it's kind of like insurance, but it's not insurance. You pay in to this like church's health account, like healthcare account, like but it's like real dodgy is like they can they can just deny you for any reason at all. You know what I mean? I actually not... know exactly what he's yeah. talking about. Me and Andrea okay. tried to sign up for one, and they were like, if we deem any of your decisions in life to be unhealthy, then we can deny Just you. Stop. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I, I, I like, the like, the more he talked about it, the more I'm just like, who falls for this? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's like we started to look into it and it was like a great price. Yeah. That's where they get you. And then you start looking at the fine print and it's like, oh, yeah, this is horse shit. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. It was like started reading stories about people who were like getting their uh, coverage taken away because the company found out that they drink. Yes. You know, like. We were reading reviews online. I was like, this is horse shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> they denied one family coverage because uh, so this the, their daughter had a softball size tumor in her brain and had it removed like at this at the only place that was within their sort of network. And that was like a luxury hospital, like a really expensive hospital. Uh, so I mean, she got really great care and she had this miraculous surgery that completely saved. So you look at this little girl, you would never guess that that had ever happened to her. And um, right. 
they denied the coverage because the, they don't cover like they were covering the marriage, not the children within the marriage. And they get stuck with this like $300,000 bill for this surgery Jesus <laughs> that they have to Christ. pay in full. And eventually they go to the news about it. And then the, the program like ponies up the money after they are end up on the news, but it, ta- it has to escalate to that level before they get it worked out. Yeah. What a bunch of assholes, but, I, but I'm also watching it and I'm just like, dude, don't go to church for healthcare. Go to the fucking government. You can sue the government. You can sue the government. Like, like, like. <laughs> you can't sue the church because the judge will feel bad. Well, well, and the church is just richer than you and they're going to have lawyers. And uh, I don't know. They're Churches are the just, mafia. Churches yeah, are they're the mafia. They're, they're always settling outside of court. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's it's. Don't fucking rely on those people for that. Your spirituality, you know, your community service. You can go to church and do those things, but not your fucking health care. Are you stupid? Yeah, because they have a they think they have a say in what makes you healthier. Yeah. Bitch, go to hell. And of course, in like every state that you'd imagine, except for Texas, surprisingly, it's just like super easy to found it, found your own church. I think in Florida, you don't even have to be a part of a church to open up one of these. Why am I recapping? This is the John Oliver recap, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Apparently, I was much more interested in it than I thought I was. Yeah, I was about um, to say, you sound like you were super into it. <laughs> but I mean, because it, it is interesting, but it was just it was. But I was also just kind of like, who cares? Like, when are we going to when it, like not to blame the victim? But when are, when are people like held accountable for like reading their contracts and shit? Right. You know, it, like I said, you look at it and on the surface, it looks fantastic. You want to do it. And then you start getting into it a little bit more and you're like, oh, oh, no, yeah. we know. I'd rather yeah. not have insurance. <laughs> right. Just get insurance. Just go to the health, the 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 the, the marketplace, man. It's not going to be yeah. great. But don't no. don't fucking look. We're not going to talk about healthcare anymore. Um, okay. so um, you went to bed at 11 p.m. You woke up at seven. Yeah, I went to bed at 4 a.m. and I woke up at 11:55. Matt, Matt, come on, what are you doing? Why are you going to bed at 4 a.m.? I'm creature of the night. This is how I naturally operate. All right, it makes me worried this about you. For what? Just, I don't know. I'm not a morning person. Never okay. have been. It sounds like <laughs> you're a morning person. 4 a.m. is the morning. Well, technically, if you want to be a <laughs> dick about it, I consider that the nighttime. That's the early morning. <laughs> you're an early morning. Shut up. Anyway, uh, what were you doing? Just partying or, or were you like playing yeah, Minecraft playing, or some nerd shit? Playing Madden. Madden that some Chad bro, I was doing some Chad bro shit. I was Chad. playing football. I was playing football, <laughs> you fucking pussy. I hate that game. I, I'm so bad at it and I never get better <laughs> at it. And I, I get worse at it with each release. Every time they make a new one, I'm worse at it. I hate <laughs> well, that fucking game. Fucking infuriating. It's infuriating because 
No linebackers are that fucking fast. No linebackers sure. can cover 25 yards in the time it takes Tom Brady to throw a two-yard check down to intercept it and then outrun the receivers. That's not how fucking football works. It's The AI in it is absurd. In this, this fucking particular season, this latest edition, yeah. the AI in it's fucking ridiculous. I threw a goddamn out route to Mike Evans last night, and the safety <laughs> ran through his body to what? intercept it. That's like, not fair. No, I was pissed. I was having a great game too. Pissed. I was like, I was like eighteen of twenty for two hundred yards and four touchdowns, and then all of a sudden, Jesus. here comes a pick six. <sighs> Suck my butt, Madden. Fuck off, Madden. Damn. Oh my god, did I just do my don't at me, bro? Not yet. You gotta get <laughs> fired up about something else later. We'll get you, That's we'll get true. you going. I gotcha. Man, I'm not gonna be doing these tours for a couple of weeks. I'm fucking very kind of relieved about that. It's turning oh, yeah? into a grind. It's 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 informing my don't at me, bro, later. Oh, I not, I'm not saying anything bad about my job. I'm it's a it's a certain agency in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have an issue with that I will talk about later. Uh, but because I'm going to Breckenridge, Colorado next week. Can't wait to go. Think it's gonna be great. I can't fucking wait, man. Can't wait to just be like chilling straight up. I'm gonna read like two books. Maybe I've already said all this in the last week. It was really I I'm just so excited to do that. Have you ever I'm been also, what the Breckenridge? No. Okay. Have you ever spent that much time at high altitude? Uh, Matt, if you'll remember, two years ago, I got lost uh, in the <laughs> at Rampart Reservoir uh, in the Pikes uh, National Forest uh, for a full day. Ended up fight, hiking 15 miles uh, over the course of about nine hours uh, without GPS or really know where I was going. And I... Um, so, yeah, I've had some experience at elevation. <laughs> I remember that now. That was like Colorado Springs, right? That was outside of Colorado Springs, yes, in the Pikes Peak National Forest. It was uh, one of the more terrifying experiences of my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm excited to make my comeback to Colorado. Nothing Hell will, yeah. nothing will uh, ever be like the recovery after that. My body was just completely shredded. <laughs> destroyed and i'm at elevation so i'm just like i can barely move and i'm running out of breath it was just Phenomenal. absolutely wild um I to uh breckenridge i guess it was a year and a half two years ago at this point uh for patrick simmons's bachelor party we stayed in this big mountain cabin and we were at eleven thousand elevation and dude I've obviously I've never been skiing. I have no experience in the mountains. This was my okay. first experience with elevation. Okay. It was fucking rough, dude. Like I couldn't sleep. I would like uh -huh. walk to the bathroom and be like, holy shit. There was one point. So I was fresh off a knee injury and I'd never skied. So I wasn't even about to try to ski on this fucking trip. I was just like, fuck it. I'll sit in the fucking bar and drink and they can ski down to me. Cause like, I don't know. Have you been to these, like these 
places? Uh, I I used to ski when in junior high, and then I broke my leg skiing, and I never did it again. Okay, so we would go to Santa Fe. Yeah, and ski. So essentially, the way this is like all these places were set up in Breckenridge that we went to uh-huh. is like you got the mountain with the lift that you ski down, and at the right. bottom is a bar, a bar and restaurant and shit yeah. like that. So we would do that. I, me and the other two guys that weren't skiing would just sit down there and drink. And right. one day, Colin comes in from the mountain, and we're <laughs> sitting there. We got him a beer, and he's puffing. And he's puffing. And yeah, he's dude. White as a ghost. And he looks at oh, us. No. He looks at us and he goes, Guys, I don't know how else to say it. I fucking hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate it here. This just sucks. <laughs> you fucking breathe. Yeah. <sighs> I'm so out oh. of shape. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm like kind of um, like we're going to go on very easy hikes. I think my dad is going out on this huge fishing expedition and he was like, you want to go? And I, I just was like, I, part of me wanted to go. But then another but the the, the real like like the uh, imagining doing it. It's just like, no, no, I don't want to go. And like, I mean, I would a I would have to buy all this gear. Right. Yeah. And I mean, he has a get like he is. He loves fishing. He's a fly fisherman. No, I never knew that about Scott. Oh, he's huge into it. Loves it. Has never kept a single fish he's ever caught. Oh, hippie. Yeah. Hippie. Hippie, man. He's just abducting these poor things and putting them back in the water, making them sound like Cletus out in the dairy, you know, the dairy (laughs) field getting abducted by aliens <laughs> I, uh, guys you never he, gonna you'll never understand i was just trying to get some food man one of his his favorite thing to do is to like go to some new environment uh like he did i think he did it at the grand canyon or around the grand canyon he's done it in i don't know he's done it all over the place west virginia a lot of he's done in west virginia but he'll like hire a guide uh, pay the guide a few hundred bucks and go and just spend seven hours out in the middle of fucking nowhere. And he loves it. He fucking loves it. My mom went with him once and she bailed halfway through. She was just like, <laughs> fuck this. Standing in the water for eight hours, just waving string around in the, in the air. The hell. But he he finds it very meditative and he loves it. He gets to buy all this gear. Yesterday he walked in. He had this new big straw hat that had like a uh, like a it, it's this big straw hat with a huge brim. Right, it's a big yeah. fisherman's hat. But at the bottom of the brim was like like a swimsuit sort of like material with Hawaiian shirt like design on it. Yeah, it was, and then like a big like the same Hawaiian sort of shirt, uh, like on on the on the band around the the, the head of the hat. It I was so fun. He was just it was just like you're so ridiculous, but he loves that shit. He just loves it. He was putting all his type. he was putting all his reels together yesterday, getting his hooks caught in his fingers. Motherfucker! <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. 
Hell yeah. So he's excited to do that. I didn't want to. I was just like, I'm going to be so we're going to be so high up. I'm going to have to like, no, no, no. <laughs> no. I'm just I'll read a book that day. It ended up changing our venue. We were initially I showed you for some reason. I can't show you where we are now, but you saw that first place we were going to stay. That was like way the fuck up there on top of a mountain, 11,000 feet. Yeah. And um, it was a beautiful spot. Uh, but after my dad said he was going to be using the truck for a day, my mom was like, well, I'm not going to be stuck on top of a fucking mountain for a day while <laughs> you go do what you're doing. So we changed venues and we went down 2000 feet or closer to downtown Breck. I think Breck. we're within walking distance of downtown. Dude, so there's some be, dope, fun little, dope. There's some dope, fun little bars in downtown Breck, man. I bet, man. I'm, I'm going to go out. Do it. Do it. Like, like, Go yeah. out. There's some cool bars. There's some really good restaurants. It's like a nice. It's hell yeah. Actually, like a nice town. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. That, I mean, it's like anywhere, dude. That's why I like. That's why like we we talked about it on the pod a couple weeks ago. I don't have like an international wanderlust. I just want to like go visit cool cities in America. You know? Yeah, I feel you. Because it because it's so like this place is dope. Like it's fucking yeah. dope here. Everyone wants to move here. Like. We, it's it's rad it's beautiful <laughs> i mean it, parts of it are at least yeah i mean the green canyon get the fuck out of here yellowstone get the fuck out of here well it's too bad the globalists want to destroy it we're not getting into the globalists <laughs> i'm joking obviously <laughs> <laughs> you're I know so you're mad <laughs> i see the look on your face i just hate that fucking word so do it I. Me, it's infuriating. It it's just like fuck all of you who say that. <laughs> You've poisoned the country. Yo, how speaking of the globalists, how about Rudy Jules? Disbarred. Suspended. Done, Yo. <laughs> Dirty well, you leaky bastard. Can you just like that? They're melting the on TV. New, like, so that dude was the mayor of New York two administrations ago. Yeah about to be three fair enough but like two administrations ago he was the mayor of new york city <laughs> and in new york he's held in very high regard well well as mayor I mean, as okay. mayor people he's i don't know if that's totally true he that's definitely totally has, true he has supporters he has way more supporters than you than you'd realize i'll admit that much but people also are like saw through him eventually like he was a fucking crooked bastard well yeah but all they cared about was that they could get on the subway without getting shot yeah and i guess he did kind of crack down on that kind of thing yeah he cleaned up the city in a major way he actually it's it's a crazy thing where it's like the guy's a, a monster who we literally watched melt on national television who tried to subvert our democracy. He farted. He, he farted. gave that lady COVID. He gave that lady COVID. <laughs> and he tried to fuck that poor supporting actress in Borat. I know he, he thought, did actually, but... <laughs> dude, he funnier put his hand that. in his pants. He went to a hotel room with a girl that he that he thought was underage and then he was in that room and he alone with her and put his hand in his pants on camera and <laughs> nothing happened to him until like last week <laughs> nothing at all touched him 
fucking wild. But <laughs> all these horrible things, um, there is, and this is if you talk to older New Yorkers, there is a very clear-cut pre-Giuliani and post-Giuliani New York. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh they're, no, that's that's true of everybody. Not they're even old. Very, just, very different places. Yeah, absolutely. That's true. I mean, that's just a that's a history book thing. Yeah. Have you seen sure. those photos of him like going undercover? Yeah. Oh, fucking going undercover. Hilarious. Biker gang shit. Yes. Yes. Unbelievable. Guy, do yourself a favor, everybody, and <laughs> fucking Google that shit. He. Oh yeah. Rudy you Giuliani. He he goes uh, to uh, he I think he wants to infiltrate the Hell's Angels because they had a BDSM club down in the village and uh, they sold that they sold meth out of and he was gonna crack down on it and he went in dressed up as a biker and his uh, his imagining of what a biker dresses and it is <laughs> incredible he's in like he's in like a Hanes white t shirt with like a with like a too tight leather vest on and then a trucker hat it's just like what are you in sunglasses oh and he has cigarettes rolled up in, in one of the sleeves meanwhile also let's talk about the fact that he is this was before he was mayor yeah but he is also an insanely recognizable person because he was the face that brought down John Gotti. He was literally all over the news. He was the DA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he was... <laughs> and he's going out and doing dressing up like that, going to a going to do a sting operation. It's like, what are you taking pictures beforehand? <laughs> like, here we go. <laughs> like this two bikers sitting at the bars looking over is like. Yeah. Hey, hey, bro. Don't no, no. Don't 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 look right now. But when you get a chance, <laughs> that guy over there. What? What? Uh huh. What is that Rudy? Is that is that Giuliani? Giuliani, Nah, Oh my God. Nah, no, no way. Why would he be here? He would be here. Why would he be here? Maybe he's trying to get his rocks off. He's trying to hide in plain he, sight. He, I don't know. When he goes to the bathroom, I'll nudge his foot and try to give him a blowjob and see what happens. Okay, you do that. Let me know. Deal? Oh, Deal. There he goes. There, I'll be back. I'll be back. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, by the way, he did get blown in that bathroom. Um, but uh, <laughs> you're like the cop from South. But uh, I digress. He also he also married his cousin. Remember hey, that? If anybody's it's like the it's the famous quote from Wolf of Wall Street. Hey, if anybody's gonna fuck my cousin, it's gonna be me. It's gonna be me. <laughs> um, incredible incredible married his cousin just blatantly did it and then divorced her openly had an affair openly had an affair amazing just amazing while he was mayor cartoon Matt, character holy shit he did that like after 9 11 he that was like what was going on while like like immediately like in 2002 or three or something like that he kept he was still mayor 
and he just like he had his comb over and he was like yeah i got my mistress and i'm divorcing my fucking cousin i just learned she's my cousin it's like (laughs) (laughs) holding press conferences about it (laughs) like listen guys you don't understand the trauma that i had to go through i just just need my dick wet and that's the bottom line I'm just like, who are these women that are just flocking to him? You look <laughs> at him back then. He's got this comb over. He's a hunchback. He looks like Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't really? look like look like he like he didn't like like he like he looks like Rudy Giuliani. But and he's just got he's got like a line of hoes just like lined up. He's so used to picking chicks up at, at like press con- press conferences and shit that he just thought that Borat girl was going to go blow him real quick. He's just like a fucking animal. But Dude, look at him. I got to say, the wherewithal of women who, you know, there's a lot of women who are just like, no, I want a powerful man. I want a rich man. And I, I that's what I want. And hey, more power to them. Do your thing. Do your thing, ma'am. I give them sure. credit for their wherewithal to be able to fuck some of the guys that they fuck. Dude. They have some of those dudes. Dude. I, I understand we're overweight, but like we're not oh. ugly and dirty. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Right. Well, th- well, that like kind of comes back to my hypothesis or theories is that like Women are fucking pigs because they oh, fuck Jesus us. Christ. Like they are in like they, they are into men. <laughs> like, yeah. Like they like imagine if men were in like I mean, I guess there are gay men, but like I, I don't it's just like <laughs> like like I'm an idiot. I'm being an idiot right now. Please do not take what I'm saying seriously. But yeah, <laughs> this is a joke. But 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 it's also there's definitely some fucking truth here. I mean, come yeah. on. How many times do you see, like, uh, especially down here, dude, especially in Texas, there are just so many gorgeous women with just, like, f- walking thumbs like me. <laughs> like, 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 <laughs> like, like, it's just all over down here. I mean, granted, there's a lot more of us fucking ugly dudes down here, so they don't have necessarily yeah. the pick that they would have in New York or L.A. or cities like, like you know, you know, TV cities. But right. like, but like, nevertheless, there's like they're still doing it. They're still hooking up. They, they have ki- they have multiple kids. They seem like, you know, yeah. the, the divorce rate is actually going down. Well, dude, so so they're into just... it. I was just in my hometown. I was just in Texas City. And I was just sitting at dinner with my mom and my dad. And I was looking around. It was just like, it's something I've always thought. And I never really said to my parents. And I was just like, you know what's really crazy? Everybody here looks the same. Yeah, sure. Everybody, I'm talking, this is, I'm not speaking for dallas so much but like my where i'm from on the coast like everybody looks the same everybody dresses the same it's like i know what you're talking about that's fucking wild dude they're all every single man is dressed like they're going on a fishing trip 
Right. The only person that's not dressed like that is me and my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And that's just because it's laundry day for your dad. (laughs) No, my dad doesn't have any fishing clothes. Joking. (laughs) Joking, Hal. Please don't murder me. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'll kill you with his pinky. Just by thinking about it. (laughs) No, but my dad's always like, my dad always kept it classy. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's a cop. Blacks and a shirt and all that shit. But no, like every guy's wearing just like either flip flops and those like canvas shoes, not like the like Sanook or something like that. I don't know. Uh-huh. They're like these little canvas slip on shoes or flip flops and like Columbia pants or shirt and like fucking Columbia shirt. And they all have like a goatee and glasses with a croaky and they all look like high school football coaches and they all look and dress exactly the fucking same. Yeah. Every single one of them. (laughs) Sounds like you had a really nice trip home. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily I didn't have to spend a whole lot of time around people that weren't family. My family's (laughs) a, a collection of weirdos. That's in the, in the best way possible. So yeah. Oh, I heard we offended somebody in your family. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> we complained about white women. Yeah. Look, 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 here's the deal. Here's the policy. White women are always on notice because always, always you're sitting. What did Bill Burr say? You're sitting in the same jacuzzi right next to us white men. You you have benefited so much from the same structure. You, the only thing sort of holding you back is us a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say I will not maybe not a little bit, but obviously you know what I'm saying. I get you. You're always on notice, white white women. Just like yeah. we're always on notice. And to harken back to what we spoke about last week, if uh-huh. you decide that you just need to let a complete stranger know what you think. Right. Right. Then, then you deserve everything. Women. You're one of those white women that does that. Because they are out there and they're fucking the worst. The worst. <laughs> Jesus H. Christ. Jesus Cristo. Motherfucker. It's so infuriating. And they're just like, you go into a gas station and be like, what kind of truck is that? Don't fucking worry about it. Mind yeah. your business. Like, <laughs> Look at it and figure it out. It's a Ford F-150, you fucking dolt. It says it right on the... Don't talk to me. Dude, that was all over New York, too. People just wanting to talk. Hey, ma- hey, brother, can you come over here for a sec? Oh, Sorry. Was that a, no, was that you're a racist right. voice? No. Uh, the fucking... No, dude. I mean, I worked in the Upper East Side for years. Yeah. You know how many... Old white women decided just they needed to give me advice. Oh, sure. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's funny. You know, when you're walking down the street, you, you need to be able to then it's like shut 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 up. Shut up. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. I just wanted to let you know that I was walking down this sidewalk around one o'clock. And I don't know if you guys need to do something differently about how you present your business, but at one o'clock, you guys looked like you were closed. Oh, my God. Well, ma'am, we were closed. We don't know if it's so Oh, well, you guys look like you're closed. You need to figure that out because I want you to succeed. 
Oh, do are you ya? shitting me? No, dude, it's fucking crazy. They think because we're not open for lunch, like that everybody thinks we're closed. Meanwhile, we're full every night. Like, yeah, <laughs> fuck them. Who cares? Oh, dumb dude. broad. Anyway, right? um, <laughs> all right, we 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 can we can back off. We've already we've already pissed one listener off complaining <laughs> about things that she probably does. Um, <laughs> Love you. Love, love you, Jackie. You. <laughs> um, we're, we, we, we kid. We kid. No, she's not much of a talk to people she doesn't know kind of person. Okay, that's good. That's good. She's, she's more like us. She moves down the street and hopes and is just like, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Oh, Lord. <sighs> Boy, howdy. Um, <laughs> what else you got? Have you started your new job yet? No, I haven't. I just got back to New York on a late Saturday night. Okay. When yeah. do you start your new job? Um, that is in the works right now. I was talking to the big boss yesterday, and they're working on a uh, time to get me in for a one-on-one orientation and then in for training. Nice. Yeah. What Ready are your duties going to be? Like, what do you do? Do you just go in there and crack the whip, or do you just read reports all day? No, it's going to be you... operations operate so you're like make, you're placing orders and shit yeah it's gonna be order placing Making sure the laundry gets done well no not that but um there's gonna be liquor orders stuff like that mostly i'm gonna be centric to bar orders the sushi okay. do the food ordering obviously like in yeah fucking restaurant um <laughs> but scheduling ordering and then just going around all the different places every day and making sure that everything's running in tip-top shape fixing problems like, when they come up you, sh- you walk up to them you know things are good right things are good you have your fist balled up so you grab them by the lapel things are good right operate. they better be <laughs> these are good right <laughs> no i'm a i'm a jump into the fire with my people kind of leader Mm. I'm not a sit in the office and hope you figure it out kind of leader. That's mm. not a leader to be number no. one. To be like straight up, that's not leadership. That's yeah, being an idiot. Being yeah, I wonder. Hmm, we've never worked for anybody that did anything like that, though. No, not once. <laughs> Definitely not for three years. You're right. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, dude, I'm a fucking uh, on the front lines with my people. Okay, have you you met anybody yet? Have you? Have you? What? What what kind of food are you all serving? Just like whatever it is. No, dude, I'm in. I'm over like eight restaurants. Okay. Yeah, so it's everything from it's all the high end food court. No, well, one part is like a food court, but it's all the high end stuff. And there's three different levels, so or four different levels basically. So there's the uh, marketplaces, which are grab and go sandwiches, waters, you know what I mean. Yeah. And then fast service, which is gonna be more like the uh, fucking burger bar, beer garden type stuff, and then the sports bars, and then the fine dining. All right. Okay. Yeah. It's all the nice, all the new nice shit, and it's yeah. all. And another cool thing about it is with this company, it's all original concepts, no licensed uh, properties. Huh. 
So it's not like a Shake Shack. It's, you know, their own, yeah. their own burger concept or their own bar concept. Hmm. So that's I don't know. I like that. It's like you can take a little more ownership of it as a member. Of sure. The yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting thing to do. Yeah. I do wonder if people are going to be like, what the fuck? Why can't I just go to Shoney's? <laughs> what a name. <laughs> I was Dude. just watching Rick and Morty. So <laughs> Shoney's is the tits, bro. <laughs> Me and my dad used to go to Shoney's all the time because they had a breakfast buffet and there is nothing. You put Matt and Hal Berry together, bro. There is <laughs> nothing that we do better and we do shit really well. We're we're capable, handy men. <laughs> Sure. Uh, there's nothing we do better than <laughs> fuck up a breakfast buffet. Fuck yeah. Me and my old man. You put us in a room with a breakfast buffet. That brother. shit's over. It's over. It's over for all you fools. So the rest of you should waffles. just leave. You're making like two waffles. You're putting fucking French toast and pancakes. You got like bacon, sausage. You got sausage links, sausage patties. You got uh, hickory smoked bacon. You got plain bacon. You fucking cream cheese a bagel. You get some orange juice. Uh, you fucking put syrup all over them bitches. Uh, what else? You get blueberries, maybe some powdered sugar. Uh, oh, you are soaring. You're going. You're flying. And uh, finish it all off with a small bowl of cereal. You're just so you can crap it all out <laughs> immediately. Yeah. Uh, before you even leave the restaurant. And you got as a veteran, you got to know the tricks of the trade. And the, the number one trick of the breakfast buffet trade is you got to go into that pan of eggs uh -huh. and you got to get down into the middle uh -huh. to the where the eggs are just a, a bit underdone. It's yeah, still a sure. little runny. Uh -huh. Those are the best eggs. Okay. Those are the best Great. scramby eggs. Absolutely. The best <laughs> scramby eggs. You call them scramby eggs. Is that because I've heard you say I that a couple don't. of times? I just jokingly say that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was like, come on. That can't be what you actually call them. Burr. No, it's like a Burt Kreischer thing to do. I nightmere. Just think in terms of doing a podcast, nightmare. I just think in terms of doing a podcast, scramby is funnier than scrambled. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when you sent me that, that, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the guy that makes the really good eggs, uh, Gordon Ramsay. His perfect, you were like, check out these scramby eggs. You said that. <laughs> it's from something. Okay. Like, scramby eggs is from, oh. Remember that uh, Jim Carrey movie, The Cable Guy? Yes. He says yeah. that that's at some point. Yeah, his weirdo, weird stalker character says it at some point in that movie. And yeah, now I think of it as like a goofy thing to say. You know who directed that movie, right? No. Ben Stiller. No shit. Yeah, that was like one of his first like feature feature movies and everybody it was kind of considered a flop because nobody likes seeing Jim Carrey be mean. Yeah. Like or scary at that point, like Jim hadn't really um flex. I don't know. Yeah. He hadn't become what he became, which is like a really great actor. He was yeah. still doing like Ace Ventura and shit. Yeah. Although whenever he did Ace Ventura 2, he was like, I'm done doing this corny fucking sequel shit. Yeah. Never again. And that ended up not being true because he <laughs> loves money. That's true. God, right? that, that sequel they made was god awful for Dumb and Dumber. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
it was just it was just like what are you doing especially if you look at the performances like in the first one jim and who's that other guy uh dave coulier is that who's that is no it's not dave coulier jeff daniels oh oh okay. and dumb and dumber yeah, you know, Jeff Daniels, Dave Coulier, they were same fucking the, guy. Who they cares? were almost the same person in the 90s. And then Jeff Daniels had a career revival in the last <laughs> few years. <laughs> Dave Coulier. Dave yeah, that's, Coulier that song is about him. The same person. <laughs> I never thought about it. They look so much alike. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. You just fucking uncover some dark Hollywood Knights of Templar bullshit. <laughs> but like, if you look at the performances, it's like you see Jim and Jeff are just so loose and like young and free and like they're just like you can you can clearly tell that they're just kind of fucking around yeah, like making a movie fuck it yeah it, it, but then you watch the second one and jim is just like so like a t like stiff and he walks he clearly like he's developed some sort of walk that he went he like he clearly went back and watched dumb and dumber and then noticed that he was walking a certain way and then in this dumb and dumber 2 he's like clearly trying to walk that way and it's so stiff and weird and like he does all these like like face contortions that are real like 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 he holds them for a long time yeah. and they're forced it's not based on you know the reaction of like so you're saying there's a chance like 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 there's yeah. not real any sort of real delight it all feels very on the, i don't know well, no, it's like the the old Lunt and Fontaine story that Costello used to tell us. They they were asking for the laugh and not asking for the teacup. Yeah, sure. Yes, you're right. <coughs> Costy, remember that time during um, Servant of Two Masters when Oscar asked, he said, "Oh, garçon," in the most like condescending fucking way <laughs> to I think Curtis Barber, who was playing a waiter. And it just like everybody freaked out because we couldn't believe how unbelievably rude Oscar was whenever he said, <laughs> Oh, Garcon. It was perfectly in character. Like it was yeah. absolutely like, but we all just like couldn't like handle it. I just, I, that's one of my favorite memories from college doing theater, <laughs> just watching that happen. And then Oscar could never recreate it again. Um, oh, Garcon. <laughs> it was just like, Wow, what a prick. <laughs> God, I, that show, I remember I was always in the green room during y'all's juggling scene because I think it was like right before intermission. <laughs> fucking or something stupid like fucking that. juggling scene. I just we remember, fucked it up on the last night. I remember standing there and listening to the intercom every night. Just making sure that nothing hit the floor. Yeah, and like because it happened. And we were clean for like two weeks. And then the last night. Yeah. <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Why? I don't know. That was a good show, though. That was a really good show. It was, you know, it was pretty good. I liked it a lot. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, that was a shitload of fun. <clears throat> well. um. Oh, you got a recommend you said. Yes, I guess we're getting into it, guys. 
We're all gonna die, it's our only guarantee. Just to pass the time, I suggest you listen to me. It's the Matt on that podcast recommendation. Here we are. I've been tweeting about it all week since it happened last Friday. But ladies and gentlemen, they've done it again. Modest Mouse has put out one of the greatest records that they've ever put out. Uh, the Golden Casket released on Friday digitally. I'm going to be getting my signed copy sometime at the beginning of August. Um, it is a fucking masterpiece. Uh, someone on Reddit wrote that because uh, Reddit I've found is actually a really good source to kind of go and talk to people that are fans about Mo- with Modest Mouse, like super fans like me that have like overanalyzed it all and and, <laughs> and all this shit and um. But one person was just like, Lonesome Crowded West was what I wanted and needed as a teenager, and Golden Casket is what I wanted and need as an adult. Uh, He finally is, like, singing about his kids. And also, some of these interviews he's been doing up, up leading up to this, he's talked about wanting to do children's music, and there's some of these songs you can tell that he definitely wrote while singing to his kids. Like there's once there's like uh we're lucky. These are the stars and these are the trees. Could you just imagine like having a little baby singing that melody over and over again? Yeah. And then there's there's this other one called Lace Your Shoes that's just like unbelievable. It's so like he like he's just talking about he how he can't wait to watch them all grow up and see what they do. And it was just like <laughs> I don't know. He's so optimistic on this record. It's uh, it's completely out of left field. No, I was about He's, to say that's not the Isaac that I know from. No, you've taught me about Modest Mouse. No, he, I mean they're like they're just like all about. They've always been a super bleak band. Like that, like they were kind of considered emo, like part of the first sort of, or one of the first waves of emo music whenever they first came out, uh, because they just are so like heavy-handed like so like so like in bleak in so many other songs but in this it's like one of the songs ends it's like a whole journey it starts off and it's called wooden soldiers and i and it is like a like a what what's that a, a sigma tier fucking modest mouse song because it starts off sounding one way and then ends sounding like a like a river of sound that you're just kind of floating down where he's saying just being here now is enough for me. Those are the last lyrics of the song that are just sung over and over again. Just being here now is enough for me. Interesting. And it's just, it's so um, it's amazing. And then finally, like the, the, like the very last track in the middle again, because they definitely, okay. For the rest of the record, it, they don't really sound anything like they've sounded like before. It's really well produced by this guy called Jackknife. It was produced at their their home studio called I, the Ice Cream Party, um, part of I think part of Glacial Pace Records and Epic Records. And uh, but Jackknife I think has worked with like LCD Sound System in the past. And he did uh, this Amer uh, not this American this American Dream. Is that what that album was called? Doesn't matter. The last LCD he produced the last LCD sound system record i believe and the production on this modest mouse record is just like unreal it's so good there's some songs where they don't even play guitar it's just modular synthesizers and drums 
or like different percussion instruments. Um, but that being said, so that that part is really cool, like all that sort of electronic shit. But the last track on this album, it's like it was just written by Jeremiah and Isaac, who are the only two remaining original members. And so they are the only writing credits on this out on this song. And it is just like old school, modest mouse. It's like, it's like out of a, it, it sounds like it's off of, this is a long drive for someone with nothing to think about. It sounds like it's 1996 again. It's, and it's, and they capture the same magic. Uh, but again, like I said, it's still that this amazing production quality, but with that, that vintage modest mouse ambiance, like uh, sort of just, uh, I'm so fucking happy about this record because their last record strangers to ourselves was frankly a bit of a disappointment. And you were very unhappy about it. Yeah, and it was just, I mean, there was a couple of good songs on it for sure. The hit, see, the thing with Modest Mouse is that the hit on the, on their on all their great records is always the uh the weakest track on the fucking album. Float On yeah. is a great song, but it's the weakest track on Good News for people who love bad news. On this Golden Casket, We Are Between is like a fucking beer commercial almost it sounds like uh, like it's so commercial and like uh and it's good but but like uh but it's definitely the weakest track on this record whereas with strangers to ourselves the strongest track on the record was the hit and it was just <laughs> which was oh I, mean, I don't even remember the name of the song right now it doesn't matter um but uh so I thought that that was a bit of a red flag. You know what I mean? And then the rest, yeah. and there's definitely a couple of other songs that are really great on that record. But over the most part, it's just kind of like, what's going on here? Uh, but that's not the case with this, um, with this new one, Golden Casket. It is so good. Um, go out and stream it, buy the vinyl, go see. I got tickets to see Modest Mouse in October with my dad. Um, we're gonna Future Islands is hope is opening for them. Ooh, that's uh, gonna be a good fucking show, dude. So my, I, I can't wait for Scott to see Future Islands. Oh, I haven't bro. told him. All I told him is that Dave Letterman is a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for him because I the first time I ever listened to Future Islands was live, and it was like, what the fuck. <laughs> What is going on here? What is wrong with that person? <laughs> but um, uh, I've said too much. So that's my recommend. You got any recommends? I've, uh, I've been rattling off. Is it okay to recommend a movie that's seven years old? Absolutely. Please do. It's your fucking okay. show, dude. That's true. It yeah. My show. Uh -huh. So last night uh, I watched Interstellar. <laughs> for the first time for the first time i never what? dude so i kind of when it comes to genres of films i am generally steer clear of certain genres of films because i feel like they're all the same uh-huh yeah and most space movies are the fucking same yeah you're right you're not wrong Oh, but dude, Interstellar was... Andrea was like, no, you should watch it. It's different. I think you'll really like it. There's some great performances in it. It's got a very great emotional arc. It's very interesting. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, fuck, let's watch it. And yeah. she was right, dude. Yeah, it's good. Dude, it was a really good fucking movie. McConaughey it's really, it's great. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, McConaughey is so good in that movie. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you know, not going to go way too into it because the movie's seven years old and most right. of you have probably seen it. <laughs> but if you haven't seen it and if you're like me where you tend to steer clear of whole genres of films because they all kind of meld together and seem like the same thing. Um, yeah. Check out Interstellar in terms of space movies. It's really fucking good. Yeah. Actually, Here's in terms my... of all movies, it's really oh, yeah. fucking good. <laughs> Here's my here's what I here's my position though on it. You say that it's different from all other space movies. I say it is exactly like all other space movies, but it is done so well and in such a fresh way, it feels different. And it's also you, so much more detailed in terms of like this like quote unquote science. Yeah. Like they like I mean it's like they're they're talking about how love is like the fourth dimension or some shit towards the end of the movie and you're like come on y'all but but like uh everything leading up to that point is, is like is pretty it seems solid like the way people age yeah, you know the way time di and... gets dilated and all these on all those weird ways which i bet is i mean i don't know i'm a fucking idiot but it seems like a, that's what would happen right yeah i don't know that's i don't know the shit was good that's yeah, a good movie. I really enjoyed it. McConaughey crushes it in that. Yeah, he, that was during the McConaughey. That was during the McConaissance. Yeah, I think seven that years was ago, right after he won his Academy Award. Yep. Um, yep. Jessica Chastain, fucking great as always. Yes, a, a beautiful piece of casting. In that, I don't know if they had the kids first and the adult versions second, or vice versa, but. They did a great fucking job of finding a set of adults that you could believe grew, or a set of kids that grew that you could believe grew up to be these two adults. Yeah, sure. And like, I don't know the young wow. girl, the young girl's that, name. Yeah. Huh? Well, I don't remember that, but that, that's, there's the that's young version, the kids. Um, and it's actually a young Timothy Chalamet. Uh, old Tim Chalmet. Old Tim Chalmet. Old Crabby Tim. <laughs> And I don't know. You heard about how he gave all those NYU girls crabs, right? No, no, chlamydia. It was chlamydia. Uh, the clap. Yeah, he 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 fucking spread it. He spread that wildfire. Anyway, go on. Anyway, so it's Timothy, a young Timothy Chalamet, and I don't know the girl's name, but they're children at the beginning of the movie, and then obviously they're adults because this is all spacey, wacy, timey, wimey. Uh -huh. Um. And the adult versions are Jessica Chastain and Casey Affleck. And mm. that's great. In terms of watching a movie, it's like, you know, you've seen so many times in movies right. where it just, no, that doesn't, right. no. Right. That person did not grow up to be that person. It totally, well, like, you could see it. Or what kills me is like when the, 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 the children look nothing like the parents. Like, like Forrest Gump's son, Forrest Gump Jr. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like I get the Haley Joel Osment was like a great actor. And, and, and at that, especially as a little kid, he was like yeah. creepily good. Um, like an old uh, man and a young person's, he was Benjamin Button. <laughs> fucking weird. But um, <laughs> he looked nothing like Tom Hanks. The, and continues to look absolutely nothing like Tom Hanks. Like not even remotely close. Like 
not even a little bit. You know who else doesn't look like Tom Hanks is his son, fucking Chet Hanks. In the slightest. Doesn't even resemble him a little bit. If you put me doesn't even look like Rita Wilson. Yeah. It well, Rita Wilson's not his mom. Are you sure? No, Rita Wilson's his mom. Rita Wilson is back. Jack. I thought that Colin and Chet were from his first marriage. No, Colin's from the first marriage. Oh, and and Chet is he's a lot younger than Colin. He's 30. Chet is 30. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. Rita Wilson is his mom. My bad. But he looks nothing like her. He looks like fucking Travis Barker. Like, like <laughs> he doesn't look like the uh, Hanks. He doesn't. Anyway. Yeah, dude. If you put Tom Hanks and Chet Hanks next to each other, I'd be like, oh, Tom Hanks is hanging out with a, a, a young rapper. Like, I guess Tom Hanks <laughs> just bought some cocaine. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I, I not, think when I see them hanging out. Can I you would imagine not say that's his boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking like, uh, you imagine like is Chet Hanks is great doing all that patois talk in front of cameras. Yeah. You mean now, boy? Yeah, like he's doing that shit. Yeah. In front of Tom Hanks. Who just doesn't seem to even he just stares right through his son whenever they're next to each other. It's just like there's a fire, and Tom Hanks is just not like there's no fire in here. What's everyone talking about? There's nothing. <laughs> I don't smell any smoke. <laughs> what if that's just for public and behind closed doors? Like Tom Hanks is just like dying laughing, like my son's hilarious. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Chet, you beautiful bastard. You're hilarious. I love like. Yeah, I'm sure there's a bit a of that that goes on. out of all of this because Chet is definitely like the teenager that smoked pot inside the house. Oh, yeah. You know what, like, I mean? what are you talking about? I'm not doing anything in here. Yeah. And it, and it <laughs> the whole house stinks. <laughs> and Tom is just like fucking again, again. I come home again and this shit is going on. It's like, just have a little respect for me. Yeah. <laughs> Just the smallest amount of respect for me and do like, it outside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Been there, Chet. I've had that conversation. <laughs> I feel your pain, brother. <laughs> it's like me and my parent, my, me and my mom. It's like, okay, Matt, if you're going to go and get hammered drunk, don't come in, try to act sober, and then give me a hug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you stink. <laughs> see my mom uh the first time i ever came home after drinking the policy when i was in high school was that i was always had to come home and kiss my mom good night ah. every time i'd been out and so i was a good boy it worked i didn't really party in high school that much and if i ever did i, I never i would always just be like i'm staying out i'm not, I'm not coming home tonight right uh but yeah. if i was going coming going to be coming home uh Anyway, I had to kiss her goodnight. Anyway, she, I went to a party. She knew I was going to be drinking. And we'd already talked about it. Um, and, and But then I came back, and I still felt like I hadn't had any. It was right down the street from our house. I hadn't had anything to drink for like an hour. But I knew I still had stinky beer breath. And I, and I felt so guilty. <laughs> and so I like when I got I ran I, when I got home I ran to the bathroom, swished some mouthwash and spit it out, and then went and kissed my mom goodnight. 
And then she, as I'm doing that, she goes, I can smell the mouthwash. Why did you do that? And then we never, then that policy was over. Yeah. After that. It's like the policy. She's like, this policy is just here to piss me off. Why did right, I do like, this to myself? <laughs> yeah. She's like, I just want to sleep through the night. I don't fucking care. <laughs> He'll probably be fine. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, dude. Fucking hilarious. So where where how did we get here? We were talking about your recommendzy. Oh yeah. Interstellar. Great movie. Interstellar. Check it out. And then Chet Hayes <laughs> came up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, you know. He's oh, we were talking about the casting, the casting of the, yeah, of the kids. That's it, right. it, uh, so, like uh, it, parents that don't look like the kids and kids that don't look parents. Yeah. And, but they did a good job with this. Yeah, Casey really Affleck good. and Tim Chalmette. That's good. That's a good Real pairing. Good. And then uh, Jessica Chastain and whoever the young girl was. Um, uh, I probably should have looked it up if I was going to talk about it. But uh, <laughs> dude, just like great job. Yeah. And yeah. you're right. Like a fucking 17 year old Tim Chalmett and a 38 year old Casey Affleck. You could see that. Absolutely. If Tim just kept drinking beer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But still be thing- still be wiry thin, but he'd get a big Irish face. Oh, yeah. You know what pisses me off? What? The show How I Met Your Mother. Okay. Why did they have a future voiceover that's a completely different voice than an already grown man? I don't know. That, that Ted is... I never watched that show. A grown adult man. The voiceover that's supposed to be him in the future is Bob Saget. What? Yeah. They didn't even go old? No. I guess Bob's old now. But no, it's like it doesn't you understand what I'm saying though? Like Yeah. Like why like if you're gonna do that, get Ed Asner. Right? Or or like because the whole Dustin Hoffman. he's, He's telling his children the story. Of how he met their mother. So he's like 50 when he's telling the story. And he's like 28 when he's living the story. That's there's not that big a difference in vocals from 28 to 50. I don't think there is. I mean, I sound the same way I sounded when I was 12 and I'm 33. (laughs) My voice changed literally overnight. Really? That's funny. Oh, yeah. My voice had a weird journey. I was kind of deaf when I was a little kid. It's a long story. It's not interesting. I think I had um, like four days of cracky voice, and then I was just like, I went from a, a little boy to a grown man vocally in like four My voice days. got higher and higher and higher, and then it kind of just dropped and got some resonance. But it like when I was like 13, I don't even get like it was like so <laughs> high. It was re- like I've heard recordings of myself then, and it's like, a little girl is speaking. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> was that your don't at me, bro? That was kind of a that was kind of a half chub don't at me, bro. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> He's just staring at me. Dead air, bro. <laughs> I was thinking about what I had just said. I forgot <laughs> what I was talking about. You're talking about Bob Saget being the voice on How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what fucking, fucking grinds uh, your gears. 
It's fucking, it's so stupid. Like, okay, yeah, fucking don't at me, bro. Why the fuck <laughs> was Bob Saget, the, like, the, the 10 years older version of this character who was already right. a grown man? What? <laughs> fucking so stupid. Fucking dumb. So dumb. <laughs> All right, drop the theme now. Don't have me, bro. 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 Do not have me, bro. Oh, yeah. Do not have me, bro. Don't do it. All right, here we go, y'all. TABC, y'all need to fucking chill the fuck out. This te- the te- Texas alcohol, blah uh, blah 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 blah, uh, is the most ridiculous fucking thing in my fucking that I've ever have ever encountered in the world. Um, y'all need to grow the fuck up. Stop harassing bars and bartenders. Also, the, this policy where so here's the deal. I remember in San Marcos, Texas, hanging out at the Brown House with my roommate Zach. Uh, and then Sean Reagan and this guy named Jordan and Sean Reagan just got hired as the door guy at that old man bar, uh, just outside the square. Do you remember what that, what that restless wind, the restless wind. And, uh, he just got hired as the doorman. Eventually he worked there as a bartender, but, uh, he, and he was telling, we were, I think, uh, Zach was underage and Zach asked him if he could get him in. And he just goes, absolutely not. Because if I let anybody in, uh, without an ID that is or or is under 21, the bar will uh, first offense. The, the first offense is $5,000 yeah. for the bar. And then that bar is legally allowed to put that debt onto the employee. The bar can force the employee to pay that fine. And so if they've already had a fucking uh, if, if the bar has already gotten stuck, that employee might be paying for the third or fourth fine, despite the fact that it only happened to them once. And by the way, Matt, OK, look, I understand that uh, we don't want to be under we don't want to be serving kids and uh, underage people. I totally am for that. And I'm OK with IDing people. Uh, uh, people on look what i'm saying is i'm totally cool is if someone's is in their 40s but they can't drink uh because they forgot their id and that's just the policy but the fact that like i have been out to bars with people in their 40s and the bars won't even let these adults into the fucking establishment won't even let them walk in these are people in their 40s that won't even let them sit down and order water or Coca-Cola or something because if the TABC shows up and they find out that someone isn't holding their fucking papers, the bar is going to get like slapped with a huge fine that then the fucking employee is going to have to pay. This is a completely like Texas like fuck y'all like like for putting up with this shit like it's it's terrorism it's 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 cronyism it, it it's ridiculous i bartended in new york for years and was never like scared that a government man was going to come in and try and bust me 
That was that would like we yes. And by the way, we have much cleaner and safer restaurants in New York. Or we, I say we. I'm in Texas now, but like New York has has like is stars and stripes above you guys and governs so much less harshly and so much like 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 I get that like the the health department is a huge fucking pain in the ass. I've been there for some uh you know some some runs that didn't go very well. Uh, or that resulted in like a B or something, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Before, like a, a, at a pretty much every place I worked in in New York, that happened. But I think in an old city like this, you have to be held to a high standard of cleanliness because Absolutely. these places are old. Right. Oh, no. And, and I'm totally for that. But like, look, the, the business owner is responsible for the fines that the business accrues. Yes. Yes. Like, yes. Yes. This shit. Where the employees have to suddenly pay off a fine that the business uh, uh, is charged with is just completely insane. And it turns bartenders into fucking cops and like yeah. ruins your night out. Did you know? So I like, first of all, in in Texas, everyone on the floor that's front of house or back of house has to have a food handler's license. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone in New York, y'all. The policy is that one person has to have one because yeah. they understand that this is a high turnover rate industry and there's just no point in doing that much fucking paperwork when all you're doing is taking orders and bringing plates to people's fucking tables. Like, yeah. get real. Like, yes, remember- someone needs to know how to run the ship. More than one person is even better. But, like, the requirement that everybody has to have it. Anyway, my point being that, like, I'm taking this this TABC uh, like food handlers uh, thing. And did you know, Matt, it's illegal to sit down in a bar in Texas and with the intention to get drunk. Yeah, it's yeah. that's illegal. That's against the law. If, if a TABC guy walks in and sees that that's going on, he can find the bar for serving people that way with that with those intentions. Jeez. Like who right. who writes this shit? Who who's putting up? Why are you putting up with this? This state that claims to like is so proud of itself for having a quote unquote small government has these fucking gangs going after small businesses and people just trying to fucking pay their bills. And and and, and sticking the fucking workers with the with the with the punishment. It's completely absurd. Who do you think is going to be able to pay a five thousand dollar bill quicker? A, a bar that makes that makes $10,000 a night or, or a, a bartender that makes $10,000 in two months. Yeah. Or three months more realistically, maybe not three months. That's well, it's fucking, it's, it's goddamn religious zealots and classist. That's what it is. And that yeah. has always been my beef with, with where I'm from is that it's full of religious zealots and fucking classists. You know what I mean? And, and I just can't believe that we just put up with it because it because it fucks up our life. Like yeah. I mean I'm not going to I'm not talking about a specific event but I also am. Uh but like I've been out before where it suddenly somebody forgot their driver's license in like their car or something and now they're just completely fucked. Yeah. Unless they go back and get it, which, by the way, you parked like tw- a 20 minute walk away because that's also another shitty part about Texas is that you have to fucking drive and park everywhere you go. 
which is which has led to a lot of this over governance and and zealotry and and like like why do we have to have our fucking papers in order to do something that's perfectly legal that's crazy why do we put up with this shit Fuck Texas for putting up with because it's everybody too. the 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 like don't tell me that like this is an oppression issue because I mean it is an oppression issue but but like we people could vote this people could change this Republicans could change this and it would make a ton of sense for them to do it and they just choose not to because I don't know why the the TABC has established themselves as a gang and I guess they're a threat in some sort of way my fucking mic I'm, I'm knocking my microphone off of its stand i'm fired up i'm not even like going super crazy but come on man but no i'm with you 100 percent. tabc and my dad who was in law enforcement hated the tabc hated sure. them right because they portray themselves as law enforcement officers when really a lot of the tabc statutes aren't actual laws they're not on the texas penal code what they are are more like ordinances so they're like government officials that loosely not loosely but firmly enforce they're government officials that aren't really law enforcement agents in the true sense of the word that enforce ordinances what well then how yeah. come they can stick people with fines like this because it's an ordinance they can't arrest you though but they can find you. Right. God damn it. It's just the same way the city can find you for something. God damn it. So fucking stupid. I can't believe that. Like, I don't know. That's my don't at me, bro. Don't fucking at me, bro. I'm on the other side of the bar now, so I'll fucking talk shit. TABC, (laughs) Phil, fuck yourself. Yes, I'm with you. I my mic stand just had it. a fucking nervous breakdown during I, that thing. And I got to and watch I, it. All. I am just so like, like, look at this. It just <laughs> fell off. The, the, it's supposed to be a clamp right here. And it just, yeah. The clamp just, the clamp just fell off. What the fuck? I wasn't I even to, touching it. I got to witness this all on camera. I kind of, Oh my God, I, what the hell? I saw you doing it. I was they like, probably oh, heard I'll it. Take- I'm sure it was loud. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't hear it at all. And I just saw you struggling. Okay. And I was like, I'll take over for a second. So, yeah, we got the us, guys. That's our that's the pod for this week. Uh, do we have any emails? Email bag. I need to write a mailbag fucking theme song. Ooh, that'll be fun. Um, it'd be really funny to play it, especially whenever we don't have any new mail. Like today, we don't have an email. Great. Um, <laughs> All the emails are like uh, our Scam notifications emails. for Turd Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I'm just hemorrhaging followers recently um, oh, on my Lord. personal account. Um, anyway, follow me at on Twitter at uh, Twitterfield. Uh, follow me on Instagram at matters. Follow the podcast. Follow the podcast. Follow the podcast. You guys are not following the podcast, even though every time I say this, every at the end of these episodes, I say follow the podcast over and over again. But you don't do it, so Maybe please follow the podcast it at, the at Matt on Matt Pot. What's that? Maybe we should oh, start should saying say it at the beginning of the episode. I feel like people we do turn plugs it at the off. beginning now. Let's do it. Let's try it. Okay. 
next week. Uh, we'll do, <laughs> next week. <laughs> yeah. I'm not editing. Or you, I, don't, I mean, you can edit some shit at the beginning if you want to try that. Um, uh, so follow the podcast at Matt on Matt Pod on Twitter. Uh, and I said all my shit, MattButterfield.net. Take it away. At Matt Beery, 06. Uh, I've had the same fucking email since I was uh, 16. Uh-huh. Still using Yahoo, y'all. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> still on that Yahoo grind. He's holding out. He still believes. I have a Gmail account now, but I only use it for business. Oh, that's probably smart. My yeah. Gmail has 70,000 unread emails because I use it for everything. My Yahoo has currently 44,428 unread emails. <laughs> Look, the clamp just fell right off. Anyway, that's it. Have a good week, y'all. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. What the fuck?